Live from the Cavern event, this is Doctor Who Aftershock. Listening to Doctor Who Podshock, a very special edition, in fact, uh, an aftershock. This is going to be my convention wrap up for the Cavern event. Uh, those of you who subscribe to Doctor Who Podshock will probably be well aware of the fact that uh, just over a week ago now I, I went to uh, a Cavern Club in Liverpool to uh, the Who in the Cavern event, which was just a fabulous uh, one day convention. I really, really enjoyed it, and I have to say thank you so much to, to Erica and Brian to begin with, just for putting on such a, uh, an amazing event, and uh, also for really treating Podchuck and its listeners like royalty, really. Um, I mean, I met uh, loads of fantastic people there. I went along with my mate Lee and, and met Abisok, uh, who's uh, also known as Colin. Uh, I met uh, Edward and, and Dom. Uh, the uh, Podshock uh, convention winners, um, also all sorts of different Podshock listeners. It was really great to see uh, so many people, so many listeners there. Um, I really appreciated those who came up to me and said hello. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't get the opportunity to uh, to record everybody who came up and approached me, but it was quite a quite a hectic day uh, trying to interview all the cast members and uh, different people who were there. It just really was a stellar event, and uh, those of you who subscribe to, to Doctor Who Podshock will hopefully have already received a, a small video of uh, me interviewing Eugene Washington. That will there will be more to follow that. Um, so uh, I hope you've been enjoying enjoying that. And uh, as I say, we'll be releasing more videos in the next coming weeks. We've just wanted to keep the suspense going and keep you tantalised, as they say. So, what was the cavern like? Well, it was a lovely little venue, very intimate, very cosy little place uh, in uh, Ma on Matthew Street uh, in Liverpool, in what's known as the Cavern Quarter. It's got its own quarter named after it, and of course, uh, it was the birthplace of the Beatles, pretty much. And it's not actually the original cavern, but uh, most of it is on the same site, and it's in very much the same style. Um, because uh, unfortunately it was demolished to make way for, for new buildings at the time. But it was a lovely little venue. It was great to uh, have so many people in, in a relatively small space because the event absolutely sold out, which was fantastic to see. Um, and just a fantastic event for charity. Uh, I don't know how much money uh, was raised, but uh, I know it, it will have been a significant amount. I'll have to get in touch with Erica and Brian again to, to, uh, to let you know on that, so hopefully that's uh, something for an aftershock in the future. But in the meantime, uh, this will be my, my cavern report. Uh, I recorded a few bits while I was there. I have to say uh, from the start that the audio quality isn't very good. I must apologise for that. Uh, that's because I don't have the, the best uh, digital voice recorder in the world but uh, I've taken steps to, to remedy that, so uh, hopefully in future recordings it, it will be apparent, but uh, stick around because also we've got other people's um, interpretations of the event. We've got uh, Karen, who's a fantastic Podshot listener out there, who I met at the convention, and also we've got Edward, who's given his own report, own take on things, who's the, uh, the winner of the competition, so uh, stick around. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. James from Doctor Who Podshock. It is the 30th of April. It is very, very early in the morning. It's about quarter past four. And I am up and about. What am I doing up so early? I'm getting ready to go to Doctor Who in the cavern. Um, so it's going to be a great event. I'm really excited about it. Um, and I'm having to get up this early to catch the train in. So, uh, it should be a whole lot of fun, and this will be my convention report. So, hopefully the next time I speak to you, it will be at the cavern. 
Okay, so uh, we're here at the cavern now, and uh, I've met up actually with our VIP winners, who's uh, Edward and Dom. I don't know how well this is being recorded, because there's quite a bit of uh, ambient noise, so apologies if uh, the recording isn't entirely up to scratch, but hey, this is uh, podcasting on the move, as they say. Yeah, that was uh, Edward there saying it's supposed to sound a bit cack. I'm here also with my mate Lee. We're all sat down in a nice little seating area, which is very kind of, of Erica and Brian, the organisers of the event. Uh, so yeah, it's, it looks like it's going to be a really awesome event. Um, I'm personally really looking forward to it. And uh, there's uh, a slight air of anticipation uh, because uh, the suspense was kept up nicely with uh, a slight delayed entrance into the Cavern Club because uh, they've had a few sound technical difficulties. It's called alcohol. Yeah, it's called alcohol, as they say. But uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's a really good turnout so far. Uh, there's, it's not officially started yet, but I presume that there'll be more people coming along uh, a bit later on. So, yeah, this is uh, just saying that we've arrived now, and uh, hopefully I'll get the chance to record a bit later on and talk to Mr. Baker and Eugene Washington and all the other fantastic stars that are going to be here today. And uh, don't forget also that I'll uh, we'll be taking photographs throughout the, uh, the day, so check out uh, podshock.net or, or the gallifreyandembassy.org to uh, scope out the, the entire uh, convention photos. So yeah, so I hope everybody's doing well, and uh, this is me signing off for now. Okay, so uh, I'm back. We've just seen uh, Deborah Watling on stage, who of course played the second Doctor's companion, Victoria, and she was a really lovely lady. I, I, I must admit, I've never seen, uh, I've seen bits of those episodes, but I've never actually seen them in full. And she was uh, a tremendous lady, very, very funny, very, very clever. Talks about all sorts of different bits and pieces. Um, I was trying to think back now because she told all sorts of different anecdotes and different funny stories, bits from the first series uh, that she did, and. Uh, how mean Pat and Fraser were to her and things. It was it was a really a really good laugh, and I'm I'm looking forward to maybe speaking to her a bit later on. So I'm here with Edward. I'm just interested to what he thought of the interview. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Not much more you can say, really. Is there? <laughs> yeah, I mean she's she's ever so posh and ever so lovely. It has to be said. And uh, she was asking questions to the audience and firing it backwards and forwards. And towards the end, she even asked uh, one of the, the littler people here, the children. Uh, what they thought of, of uh, the series, because uh, of course we have people here who've listened to The Evil of the Daleks and seen Fury of the Deep and things, so yeah. People actually there we were show for the first time. That's it, yeah. And we've got like 10 year olds like, watching on DVD now. Yeah, I mean also it was kind of like uh, talking about her reaction to um, the, the fact that the, so many of her episodes have just been lost unfortunately, and uh, that, that's a real, real shame. Um, but next up, we've got uh, Rob Shearman, who, of course, was uh, on the, uh, the writer of the Dalek episode. And uh, I believe maybe even Brian's going to interview hi uh, him. I don't know. There's all sorts of people wandering around on the stage. Loads of people have gone over to, to look at merchandise, and I'll be doing the same. It's a really good turnout, it has to be said. Um, I personally, I I'm looking forward to getting to the bar, because uh, the bar's open, drinks are there. Oh yes, we're, we're students, we love our beers. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to see what's on, but uh, it's, uh, it's all happening here and it's, it's very exciting. So uh, tune in later and uh, who knows, maybe I'll give a bit of a report after uh, we've uh, heard from Rob. So bye for now. So unfortunately there was uh, an awful lot going on at the convention and I didn't actually have the opportunity to... Um, to 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 record something after after Rob was on stage because I believe that we we shot off straight for lunch after that because uh, obviously the, these conventions there's, there's always a a bit of a hectic schedule and unfortunately you never get done uh, everything that you want to do um, and also it was just great to to take in the vibe and everything and you know all that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, after Deborah was on stage, they had Robin uh, Robert Sherman on, who of course is the writer of of Dalek, and he was a tremendously funny bloke, very laid back, um, you know, very very excited. You could tell he's a uh, he's a Doctor Who fan, 
uh, you know, one of these persons, people who have sort of uh, originally was a fan and then became a writer for Doctor Who, which is pretty awesome. And he was telling us all about uh, the, the the filming of, of the first series and what Russell T Davies is like, and he he really told us some incredibly funny stories. Um, uh, with a lot of euphemisms, I have to say, which was a, a great, great deal of fun. Um, and then, of course, Eric Potts came on. Again, I didn't have the opportunity to, to, to sort of jot down my thoughts after that. Um, but uh, he was an immensely funny man, very, very witty. There was um, one particular moment... Well, it, it was quite unfortunate that, uh, the, that the interviewer, who was, of course, um, George... Uh, George Christopher, he didn't uh, really ask him that many questions about Doctor Who. It was more about his acting career in general and, and things on Coronation Street and things. And uh, Eric's a, sl a slightly overweight man, it has to be said, and he, he's, he's the first uh, chap to admit it because um, he was asked uh, you know, how he got the part of, of Doctor Who and he said his agent rang him up and said they need a fat bloke to work on, on Doctor Who for the Slitheens. So he had a tremendous sense of humour and, and wasn't afraid to take the mickey out of himself, which was great. Um, but there was this one moment which was, which was in, really, really funny. Um, when he was being interviewed about uh, his career in general and, and things on Coronation Street and things, and uh, you know other things that he's done, and he he came up with this really random comment, which was uh, which me and Abbas uh, Abbasok took a lot of uh, fun out of, which was um, he said. You know, I live to dance, and you, for about two or three seconds after he said that, the whole audience just went silent, uh, wondering whether or not he was being serious because you couldn't uh, tell whether he was being sarcastic or not. But then, as soon as he started laughing, obviously everybody realised that it was a, a terrifically funny joke and started laughing too. So that that was really good fun. Um, then they had a prize quiz where they the whole the um, for the entire uh, convention they were handing out raffle tickets. All the proceeds, of course, were going to the to the two charities, the the Alder Hay Foundation and the uh, Institute for the uh, Infant Death Syndrome. Sorry, I had a brain fart there. Um, and uh, they were handing out these raffle tickets with the aim that whoever uh, won the the uh, who I think they drew five five tickets, um, and the people who who had, had sort of got those numbers went up on stage and answered lots of questions about Doctor Who with the aim of of winning lots of prizes, which was really really good fun. They had quite a few children win, and obviously they asked the children. Uh, uh, loads of easy questions and gave them lots of uh, clues which is quite cute and obviously asked the adults uh, the odd few adults that were up there harder questions which is a really good laugh but everybody got a prize and it was terrific good fun um, but the thing is is that um, me and Lee and uh, Abbasok and, and uh, the competition winners Eric and uh, Eric Edward and Dom we're all uh, quite nervous because we didn't really want to win so that we wouldn't make fools out of ourselves showing our lack of Doctor Who knowledge. Because I must admit, my uh, my knowledge of the classic series now is uh, is waning. I've only really seen... Uh, well, I, I drift backwards and forwards into it, but uh, you know I don't keep up with it as much as I should. So we were worried that we were going to make fools of ourselves up on stage, but... You know, they were a lot of them were quite hard questions. So I would, even if I had have won the raffle, I, I wouldn't have felt bad about getting them wrong. But then they had uh, Eugene Washington on stage. He was a fantastic, lovely chap, and there was all sorts of euphemisms going on on stage, um, which uh, you'll hear in a, in an interview between me and Colin later. That uh, that uh, it really was quite funny, and and he. Uh, he embarrassed himself on himself on several occasions, and uh, which was really really funny. Anyway, I, I won't spoil that. But there was one thing about Eugene which was great. In uh, someone asked him a question, um, which Doctor Who villain would you like to play in the future? And he sat there thinking about it intently for I don't know maybe five or ten seconds. And uh, in my head, I, I was I thought the Master. 
Well, I, I, I felt myself, uh, it was one of those moments where you're talking out loud. And I, I, so I said out loud, the master, and he just looked at me and gave me this look and said, you just read my mind. It was fantastic. It was really, really good fun. Eugene's a top, top bloke. And I have to say that uh, I really enjoyed interviewing him because uh, I also had the opportunity to, to, to get into the green room and interview uh, both Eugene, uh, Deborah Watling and Colin Baker, which was tremendous, good, tremendously good fun. Um, and you'll see the videos later in the feeds and you'll hear the, the audio um, later on in, in this podcast of me interviewing them when I when I step backstage into the green room, um, which is tr tremendous. Thank you so much, Brian and Erica, for for organizing that. And then after uh, I finished interviewing, they had a grand finale where they basically had a uh, an auction and they had some fantastic things up for auction. I bidded on a few things. But sadly, uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't uh, get the winning bid. But uh, it doesn't matter because everything goes goes towards charity, of course. But uh, Colin, uh, who's of course Abisok, he um, the this lovely lady was bidding on this uh, poster, uh, which was the only color poster of the event there, and they'd got all the the um, the. Uh, actors to sign it and everything and had framed it so uh, that was up for auction and this lovely lady he got to about 30 quid and this lady said I'll give you 35 pounds but somebody else can have it as long as they give 35 pounds too which was tremendously generous so Abbasok said he, that he did he'd do it and they, he shook hands on it and he's very very generously I'll, I'll have to talk to to Erica and Brian about this but he's very very generously donated this to Podshock, so um, he, we, we're thinking about auctioning it off because, of course, we'd feel bad about just giving it away because it's for charity, of course. So uh, stay tuned in in later Podshocks uh, for that. But anyway, here's me having a, a, a bit of a chinwag to to Abbasok, and then afterwards you'll you'll get to hear um, me interviewing Karen, a listener, and finally me going through to the green room. So uh, check it out. So I've just met up with uh, Abbasok, who, Colin, who does the wonderful uh, Big Finish audio reviews on the show. Love, top bloke. He's just going to the bar to get some drinks. Good man. So hopefully I'll get the opportunity to, to talk to him a bit later on and give him an interview and just kind of record the conversation generally. And uh, I hope Rob's going to be on in a minute, fingers crossed. I think it might be Brian who's interviewing him, who, who's featured on Podshock before uh, in the show. So, uh, But time will tell, I guess. And... Uh, there's lots of activity over by the merchandise table. I'll have to get over there, but I'll perhaps might wait till it's a bit quieter. But yeah, it's an awesome event so far, and I'm really looking forward to seeing Rob on stage. Um, it's uh, all kicking off now, so anyway, I'd better get back to it. Okay, so it's some time later now, and I've been just wandering around the floor, and there's loads of Podstock listeners here, and I'm here with Karen, who's from Bristol, and her lovely daughter. I didn't catch her name. What's her name? Amelia. Amelia. So these are dedicated Podshock fans, from what I've been told. They listen to the show once in a while. Is, is that right? Um, yeah, probably sort of eight out of the last ten or so, I've heard. Right, okay. Well, they are quite long, aren't they, unfortunately? We do kind of ramble on, I suppose, and, uh, and see what's what. So are you having a good time at the convention? Are you enjoying it? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I'm looking forward to meeting them next. That's the important thing. <laughs> yeah, well, Colin's floating around. It's quite surreal, actually, seeing, like... Doctors and, and all sorts of different cast members playing around uh, the Cavern Club. It, it's really quite weird. But it's not your first uh, convention by a long shot, is it? No, no, I've been doing them since 1997 now. Right, and you were telling me an interesting story that you actually met your husband, kind of, at a Doctor Who convention. Is that right? Yeah, it was a Doctor Who weekend at Clangothlan in July 97 with Colin Baker and I think it's Wendy Padbury. Oh, right, that's really cool. So, quite almost topical at the moment because, of course, Deborah Watling's here today, who's of a similar sort of, sort of era and uh, knows uh, Wendy by name. So, that, was that quite cool listening to, to her? Have you seen a lot of the earlier episodes? Yeah, yes, I've seen all the existing ones. Um, yeah, we met Debbie as well. She did a Clangoffman weekend. I think it was November 97 that we went to as well. Oh, right, awesome. Yeah, we've met her before and, you know, these sort of things. 
Cool, cool. So I'm pleased you're having a good time and that you've uh, been listening to the show and uh, enjoying it. So I'm here with Amelia, who's Karen's daughter. She's also from Bristol. So how long have you been a Doctor Who fan? Um, quite a long time, because most of my family are. Oh, right. So your mum and your dad got you into it. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> so who's your favourite Doctor? Um, Colin. Really? So that's quite cool that he's here today, right? Yeah, I've met him before, because my mum like, meets him quite a lot. So, yeah. Awesome. So, have you got a particular favourite story of, of Collins? Are you into Trial of a Time Lord and all that sort of stuff? Um, I just like all of them, really. Right, I see. That's quite cool. So, um, you enjoying the convention yourself? Yeah, it's like really fun listening to what they've got to say about it and everything. Yeah, yeah. Then you're having a good laugh and uh, you, you've been to Liverpool before and having a good time? No, I've never been to Liverpool. What do you think of the city? Yeah, it's like really different. <laughs> yeah, that's certainly true. You don't, I suppose you don't get the chance to come up north uh, a lot at all. No. Well, thank you so much for appearing on the show. It's great to, t to meet some Podshot listeners and avid Doctor Who fans, and hopefully I'll see you around a bit later on. Cheers. Okay, it's uh, again some time later. I've been meaning to do this for quite some time now because uh, Colin, also known as Abbasock on the Gallifreyan Embassy forums, is here with me. And uh, I just wanted to get his opinion of the event and, and what he's thought of it so far. I think it, it's been really good. Um, it's the first time, like yourself, that I've ever been to a sort of a Doctor Who-related convention. And I really wasn't sure what to expect, but everybody seems to have been really friendly. They've all been really enthusiastic. And it's actually been interesting here, a lot, of, a lot of the stories that the actors have got to tell us about their experiences with the show. So, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's very good. Yeah, there's, uh, all the guests have been tremendously funny and, and really good sports, and uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to interviewing them, because uh, quite a lot of people have gone home, but you managed to get uh, Rob Shearman to sign your copy of Jubilee, which you've reviewed on the show before, which is, is pretty cool, but it was a bit of a, a frantic thing to, to get home, and you just got him before, before he left, so... really lucky with that one, because uh, literally, as I, I'd forgotten to bring it with me, went home to get it because I, I figured what the hell the guy wrote one of my favorite big Finnish audios is here um, and literally just got back in through the door as he was on his way out with his bag and sort of said oh will you sign this and he did so yeah really lucky yeah I mean it's fabulous here I mean it's great that there's a bar and that the Who shop have been here although I've not really had the chance to go and look at the merchandise but there's all sorts going on it's just really really busy there's a canine here who I'm sure you'll see and the great thing about it is they've had uh, a chap in the wings with a mic, uh, just kind of interjecting at various points, to, uh, quite a witty bloke. Uh, it's a very impressive version of K-9, and he, he'll come in and uh, uh, scare the guests and whatever, or make the kids laugh and stuff, and everybody it seems to be the, the prop. I know in things like um, uh, Outpost Gallifrey, at that convention, that everybody has their picture taken in front of the TARDIS. It seems that this is, everybody's getting the picture taken in front of K-9, which is, is quite cool. It's just, uh, this, I'm really, really pleased for Erica and the organisers and the charities uh, because it's such a great turnout and I'm sure, uh, hopefully, that this will become a regular thing every year. Well, I'd hope so. What I'm seeing, just looking around here now, when I first came in through the doors, I didn't know what to expect. I wasn't sure was it going to be a bunch of 30 or 40-something geeks with anoraks, you know. But it's not. It's very family-oriented. Um, there's kids here, there's adults here, teenagers, you know, um, people who are probably older than they'd like to admit to being. Um, <laughs> but everybody's mixing in, and they're just sort of enjoying it, and there's a really friendly, relaxed atmosphere. Everybody's just chilling out between the interviews, having a look at what merchandise there is, getting autographs where they can, and having a good laugh. And the celebrities are really sort of amenable to people as well. Whoops. Looks like... Uh, that's just telling us that Colin Baker is going to be in stage in five minutes. Sorry, Colin, were you going to continue on with that? Do you have anything else to say? Um, no, just um, the fact that all of the celebrities have been really amenable. I wasn't sure when I got here if they, they were going to be the sort of celebrities that would be like, oh, I've got to turn up for this thing, tell them about this Doctor Who again. But they clearly have a passion for the show, the real enthusiasm, and it's obviously brought back a lot of happy memories. Yeah, that's certainly one of the things I want to ask Colin Baker because it must be really, really difficult uh, for him particularly because he's a big convention goer to kind of 
keep enthusiastic about the show with, with appearing at so many different conventions and promoting the show and uh, I'm really looking forward to, to, to hearing what he, he thinks of the, the new series and, and, and everybody uh, that's involved with that because obviously he's got a tremendous history with it over 20 years so uh, it's going to be interesting it's going to be and plus it's been great to just meet people like you, Colin, for the first time, even though we've conversed many times over the internet and stuff. Indeed, I, I, I'm quite sure, I wasn't quite sure really sort of what it will be like meeting everyone. It is a bit strange, you sort of talk to people over the internet from thousands of miles, haven't got a problem, and you meet them in face-to-face, and all of a sudden it's like, uh, ooh, uh, what do I say, um, hi, you know, but... Um, it, it has been really good. One of the things that did actually surprise me, um, Deborah Watling, I came in when she was being interviewed, never really seen her on Doctor Who, but some of the stories that she was telling, I'd be curious now to go back and check out what remains of the stories that she was in, um, just to sort of see what, what there is of the um, me- reminiscences that she was giving us today. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I've, I've not seen a terrific amount of the second Doctor. I've seen a lot of the, the, the big stories, like, of course, the invasion and things, but I really want to see the Tomb of the Cybermen and, and things that Deborah's been in and, and listen to Evil of the Daleks, because, of course, the beautiful thing about it is, is at least we've always got the audio to fall back on. There's people who've actually recorded the audio from, from the show, which is really, really worthwhile. Anyway, it looks like people are kind of getting restless and sitting down again now, so Colin's going to be on in a few more minutes, so we'll take a seat, and uh, hopefully I'll get the chance to talk to Colin and uh, Eugene Washington, who'll be around, and also maybe mingle in with a lot of the people here, because I've, I've had a, an opportunity, but not that much so far. So, Well, um, make a point, obviously, of asking Eugene more about Patrick Stewart's toes, because I'm quite sure he'll be wanting to share that with all the listeners. Yeah, that's it. This, this, it. It turns out he's a big Star Trek fan, and it was very, very humorous. Lots of euphemisms, but we, we won't go too much into that. We'll, I think we'll let him explain it for himself, so to speak. Uh, yeah, I think that probably will be best. <laughs> anyway, so uh, check you guys later, and uh, yeah, hopefully it'll, it'll remain to par as the convention. It's been really, really good. So uh, check later. Okay, so I'm here with Eugene Washington, who played uh, one of the Krillitanes on, on last night's School Reunion episode. We're here at, uh, at Doctor Who in the Cavern, and I'm very privileged to be here with Eugene, and, and very, he's welcomed us to, to interview him, and thank you very much for being on Podshock. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, so it's been a really good event so far. What, what have you thought of the convention and, and sort of uh, Whovians, so to speak, Doctor Who fans in general? I think they've been very welcoming. They're very knowledgeable very much into the detail of it and, um, you know, and, I don't know, li- little things that kind of make up the big picture. I like that. Can I just say, you were absolutely fantastic in last night's episode. I'm sure you've heard this from absolutely everybody. Only the people that I've paid. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've not paid me, certainly. But uh, you were really sinister and... Uh, really? It was it was really eerie, and you you did a superb job, and I really hope that you do get asked back to appear on on further shows. I'd love to. That would be absolutely fantastic. Please just tell the producers, then I'll pay you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because uh, I know we've got several writers who listen to the show, so if anybody who listens would would like to uh, to write you a part in, I'm sure you would welcome that. I will be there. I'll help them. I will, you know, sacrifice myself. I'll sell my body parts. Just um. Just do it. Because I know you've been, uh, a, you're a big sci-fi fan, obviously. We were talking in the convention that uh, you were a big fan of Star Trek and Kate Mulgrew and Patrick Stewart. So were you a fan of, of sort of Doctor Who before you appeared on the show? Or was it something that you were just aware of? And, and It was something I've always been aware of from a very young age. And as I said on stage, I was always into, into Tom Baker. Um, I remembered that. And I've been very much into the new show as well since it began. I've watched most episodes from season one and most of them from season two so far. Mm. Um, but I like the whole the whole dynamic of the show. I like the, the issues that they bring up. I like the fact that because it is sci-fi, it's, you can kind of cross different boundaries and you can do time travel and you can do these kind of you know, space battles and you can do so many things with it that, you know, the 
the possibilities are endless in a way. I like things that you almost can't see the horizon on them. You know, the, the opportunities are limitless or unlimited. So, yeah, that's why I'm so what was the, the cast like to work with? Because it, it must be quite daunting, I suppose, as, as a character actor to come on the show, especially with people like Anthony Stewart Head, who's already really, well, on the sci-fi scene a lot, I suppose you could say. Um, were they very welcoming? You, said, you, you were saying he was very laid back, along, along with David Tennant and people. He was extremely laid back. Um, one of the most chilled actors I've ever worked with. Nothing seemed to stress him out. If they asked him to do something, however many times, he just seemed to saying, yes, that'll be fine, and just did it. He's, he was very, very with it at the same time. Um, I was there for the read-through, and it can be very daunting because some of these actors have so much experience, and their expertise is just so visible in, in what they're doing and how they're reading the script. David Tennant has a way of just dancing on the words. He's very quick. He's very sharp-witted, and... Um, he just makes it happen like that, and Anthony Head is just so subtle. So to be in the midst of this kind of experience, it can be quite intimidating, but everyone was very welcoming. And uh, were you approached direct? I'm just interested how you were, I mean, you talked a bit about it on the convention, so it'll be repeating a bit, but how did you get on the show? Was it something that you were specifically asked to do, or it came through your agent, or...? Yeah, it came through my agent. Um, the BBC basically got in touch with several agents and asked them to send in people that would be suitable for this particular role. And then we all met the casting director, um, it's a chap named Andy Pryor, um, and we had to read a part from the script and he would videotape it to see how you came across. Um, and then about a week later I got a call saying that I got it after my, my audition. Fantastic. So, uh, as, as you said on the, um, in the convention when you asked about it, you were absolutely thrilled, as, as one can imagine. I was over the moon. I mean, I know that it's, it's been a really popular show. Um, people that I've, speak, I've spoken to really enjoy watching it. Um, it was just great to be asked to be part of it. So, uh, have you appeared in any theatre before or any television uh, other than, I mean, I know you've, you've said that you've had a, a part in Casualty and the convention, which will air in sometime in June. That's right. So, um, is, do you prefer television or theatre? What's kind of your background in acting? Because I understand that you've, you've, you've done all sorts of different bits and pieces. I've done definitely a lot more theatre. I've done about 75% theatre and 25% television, though the television does seem to be increasing at the moment. Um, I've done a whole range of plays, contemporary plays, classical plays. Um, I've worked with the RSC and the National Theatre. Um, I've done, done tours around the country and in Europe as well, and in Cyprus. So it's been, it's been a very varied career so far. Certainly, and, and, and I certainly hope that Doctor Who, your part in Doctor Who will, will have opened up doors for you in, in other areas. I'm sure it will. I hope so. Hopefully this week I might get a call from Steven Spielberg. I'll be waiting. Hopefully so. Can you just do me one last favour? Sure. Could you say, uh, this is Eugene Washington and you're listening to uh, Doctor Who Podshock. Okay. This is Eugene Washington and you are listening to Doctor Who Podshock. 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 Thank you. Okay, okay. This is Eugene Washington, and you are listening to Doctor Who Podshock. Thank you so much, Washington. Uh, uh, Eugene, you're a top, top bloke. You've got me at it now, you see. But thank you, mate. Yeah, sure. Hi, this is Eugene Washington, and you are listening to Doctor Who Podshock. I'm here with uh, Deborah Watling, who is uh, play Victoria, the second, one of the second Doctor's famous companions. It's, a, it's an honour to, to have her on the show. Thank you so much for being here. That's my pleasure. She's an absolutely lovely lady. I've, I've seen her interviewed before. She's, uh, <laughs> I have to say, she's very posh, but uh, she's... <laughs> a bit. <laughs> a little bit, yes. <laughs> but uh, very welcoming. And, and th again, thank you for being on the show. What, what have your thoughts been to the convention uh, today? Have you enjoyed it? I love it. Um, when I was rung up and said, would you do the cavern in Liverpool? I played Liverpool, the theatres, many times. 
I thought the cavern, I know it's not the old cavern, but it's resurrected, isn't it? Mm. I thought, oh, I've got to be there, kid, I've got to, because I was a fan of the Beatles. Right. Loving John Lennon. Of course. Well, well, who isn't a fan of the Beatles, of course? Oh, God. So I thought, yes, get yourself up here. So I drove five hours yesterday from Essex with one stop of ten minutes. I got here absolutely shattered. And I thought, yes, come on, they put me up in a lovely hotel. And here I am. I've had a wonderful time. Yes, I mean, the, the crowd has really appreciated you being here. You can tell in, in the cheers, and you've, you've been ever such a good sport and, and, and ever so funny and cracked some incredibly witty jokes uh, during the convention. I don't know about that, but I love meeting people. That's me. Get Watling on stage and I come alive. <laughs> and that is it. The poor interviewer, this lovely lady, I don't think she actually talks. I think I took over. Really, I went, hello, I'm here, here's Watters, you know, all this bit. And the fans went, yeah. And at one point he said, you can't all remember me. And they said, oh, yes, we do. And one little girl in the audience, five years old, and I said, you can't remember me at all, can you? And she said, oh, yes, I've seen two of the Cybermen. I went, what? She said, yes. And the interviewer said, what do you think about it? She said, Victoria's brilliant. I thought, yes, got it after 38 years, kid. Well, I think your era is, is one of uh, real interest to fans, um, possibly because, tragically, a lot of the episodes yeah, have been lost, um, but at least the audio has been uh, preserved, for instance, on the evil of the Daleks and stuff. Uh, yes, I have. Which is, is something, I suppose, but uh, the BBC at the moment are trying to, to get to, to find more of these old episodes. Have you heard about this with, with the Dalek offer of giving them a free Dalek? What, what are your thoughts about this? What's giving them a free Dalek? Yeah, if, if, they, if, they, uh, if you hand in, if you can find any like, old episodes up in your attic, apparently the BBC is willing to part with one of their, their brand new spanking Daleks, allegedly, so it's said on the website. I don't believe what you just told me. It's absolute truth, I have to say. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? In their wisdom, they trashed a lot of my episodes with Pat. And it was a joke. It wasn't that bad, was that? You know, one of those. <laughs> but they trashed not just Doctor Who. They trashed Hancock. And Zed Cars. Zed Cars, classic series. And now they want to go, gimme, 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 want it back. Sorry, on your bikes. I know. Well, you know what it is, of course. It's, it's for, the, for the DVDs, isn't it? Because uh, I, I suppose originally they didn't realise that, that these shows would be, want to be watched years later, which is why, stupidly, of course, we know they recorded uh, yeah. over them, which is just, as you say, daft and, and on your back, BBC. In hindsight, forget it. I mean, sorry, Beeb. Sorry. Get your act together. I know. Hopefully they won't be so uh, stupid in the future, but... Uh, <laughs> But of course, speaking of the future, I mean, you've been contacted possibly with uh, uh, doing uh, one of the future episodes you, you revealed at the convention, kind no, of today. No, no, no. Uh, my agent sends me what he's put me up for every week. You know, he sends me a list. And this one came through, and it said somebody, uh, some character, love letters or something, I don't know what it was, new series. And it went, Doctor Who. And I thought, oh my God. But it's a lottery. You know, they might think, oh, Watling, oh, she played Victoria. Maybe they've forgotten about me totally. So you never know. Yes, I mean, and you've done a phenomenal amount of work in, in theatre. And do, do you class yourself, I mean, you do, you do you've done a lot of television as well, but do you class yourself as a, as a sort of theatrical actress, if you like, or, or which one do you sort of prefer if there's any sort of... Uh, I'm sorry, I've not asked that question very well. No, it's all right. I love it all. Mm. If you're an actress, you do anything. You do films, we have done. Uh, TV, radio, stage, whatever. You just go out there and do it, because you've got to these days. You've got to be able to do everything. You've actually got to be able to sing and dance, which is coming kidding me. But that's <laughs> 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 do it. <laughs> I'll bet. I, I bet that's something that perhaps we weren't, obviously we weren't privy to in the convention, but so there we are. Uh, not this time, but maybe next time. Absolutely. Great big spender. I'm sure. I can believe that. I can believe that. Well, thank you so much for, for being on the show, Deborah. If, can I just ask you one more favour? Yeah. Would you be able to say, this is Deborah Watling and you're listening to Doctor Who Podshock? Is that, is that too much to ask? Can you remember that? This is Deborah Watling and you are listening to Doctor Who Podshock. Thank you so much, Deborah. Terrific. You did, <laughs> indeed. Thank you. Have a wonderful trip home tonight. I hope you've enjoyed the convention. Tomorrow. Tomorrow.
I'm going to crash out tonight in the hotel tomorrow. I can believe that because it's Bank Holiday Monday, of course. Yes. Thank goodness, thank goodness. Thank you again. Okay, I'm here with Colin Baker, the sixth doctor. Thank you ever so much for being on the show, Colin. Pleasure, my pleasure. How have you been enjoying the convention? You've been contributing immensely to this, and obviously you've been the main guest. Have you been enjoying it? I've been enjoying the enjoyment of those who are sitting out there. That's, that's my function. If I'm enjoying it, there's probably something wrong. Really? So uh, I, I think as a professional, I am delivering a product to make people happy. Does that sound tedious? No, not at all, not at all. Well, I, I suppose uh, you, you do an awful lot of conventions, so it, it must be quite difficult, I suppose, to keep the enthusiasm and, and keep the, the humour about it. But, of course, this, this is a, a fabulous event for, for charity, which is, is a particular charity which is very close to your heart. So uh, have, you, have you felt about being here today? Uh, it, it's always good to turn up to one of these events. And, uh, I mean, if, if we're going to be serious for a moment, so many... Uh, fan events over the years have been organised in favour of various charities and I'm constantly amazed at the energy of some of the fans in supporting them and very grateful to them as well and of course I, I turn up and uh, you know, put my weight behind it as often as I can Absolutely So what have you thought about the new series? Obviously it's been a, a smash success have, have you watched it at all? Have you, uh, get, what are your thoughts on Christopher Eccleston and, and indeed uh, David Tennant? I've watched every second of it that has been broadcast so far, and I am lost in admiration for the, the vision of Russell T. Davis, who has uh, picked up the program, thrown it in the air, and they put the pieces together in a way that works for 2006. It is just fantastic. I like the, the whole kind of feel of it, the look of it. I like the way he's cast it. I like the way he's... Um, envisage the storylines and the pro progression of the Doctor. Um, I think Billy Piper is a revelation. An unexpected one for me, I must confess. I was not optimistic when I heard... Me too, absolutely. When I heard that a, a young pop singer had been cast, she is a very fine actress indeed, yeah. and she is precisely... She behaves precisely the way you would expect a girl in 2005 and six to behave if she was taken into a TARDIS, and that's credit to both her and to the scriptwriters. Of course, of course. So uh, being such a, a big fan of the show, and obviously because, well, everybody who's written, uh, it's been superbly well written and obviously very well modernised uh, with the special effects. Not that they weren't uh, very cutting edge at the time, back when you were on the show, of course they were, but uh, things, things have moved on and, and so on. But uh, is there any possibility that perhaps in the future that you would, you would perhaps do a cameo on the show? I, th I think there are two uh, takes on that. The first is that I think they would be very, very unwise to ask any of the other doctors to come back because they don't need to. Of course. The only reason to do multiple doctor shows is to boost ratings. They don't need to boost ratings. They've got a very good product. There are none of us surviving doctors who look like what we did when we were the doctor. So it would be kind of clumsy. So I don't think that's an option. On the other hand, if they'd offered it to me, I'd probably grab it with both hands because I'd love to be part of it again because it's clearly something exciting. And I think David Tennant is just super. He's a, he's a, he's a great choice. Um, he's, he's got all those qualities that Chris Eccleston had, which is that kind of you know, manic, strange uh, energy. But he's also added another dimension of a kind of innate humour as well. Um, and I just love, I love the way that they, but they both did it. I think, I think Christopher Eccleston was very good. I was a little irritated by his constant assertions in the media that he was the first northerner to play the part and all the other doctors have been you know, posh. Well, I come from Manchester, like him, um, but we weren't allowed to talk posh in the 1980s. In, in, in 2005, it's de rigueur. You have to be northern. So had I been allowed to do it northern in, in 1983, I would have done it northern. And Tom Baker came from Liverpool. Uh, Paul McGann came from Liverpool. And how northern can you get? Sylvester McCoy came from Scotland. So what's this northern trip on the show? Don't forget that. Concentrate on the acting because you're very good, Christopher Eccleston. Of course. I mean, 
I, you are one of my favourite doctors, sir, and uh, I, I'm a big fan of the audio plays, which I, I feel, I'm, I know you feel just from previous interviews, uh, because you, you had the chance to really develop the character in the way that, that you wanted to, to develop uh, yourself, because obviously there were, there were certain pressures on the show back in the 80s that obviously you weren't perhaps allowed to take it where you wanted to take it. Um, so, how have you felt about doing the big finish plays? Do you, do you enjoy them? I, I'm sure you, that you do, but uh, how's the whole experience of, re of recording and so on? Gary Russell and Jason Hay Gallery uh, have seized this opportunity with both hands. Uh, that I have to say, Gary was very good. He asked me before we started doing any of them. Uh, he'd read me saying that I'd, I'd have loved the opportunity to, to deliver the whole of my Doctor. And he, we talked about it, and he's, he's tried very hard to get writers who are sympathetic to that and have given me that opportunity. So in, in that respect, as a professional actor, I've been delighted to finish a job I started. And it's always a pleasure to turn up and do them, because it's, it's now become a nice little kind of club, you know. And all the writers, or most of the writers, are people who 20 years ago were fans when I was doing The Doctor. And, it, and, and they've progressed, and you know, people like Rob Sherman, who was here earlier today, um, you know, wrote one of the stories last year. Jubilee and, of course, then Dalek. Uh, that you could portray a lot of parallels to those uh, stories, I suppose. Well, I mean, in, in fact, Dalek was drawn out of Jubilee and reshaped. I thought Jubilee was better, I must say, in the sense that I liked the Doctor feeling sympathy for the tortured Dalek rather than wanting to torture it some more and kill it. And also there were a lot of, of there were gr some great bits of humour in, in that audio play, which I, I know, well, I, I myself loved and I know a lot of the, the fans did as well, and it's great that they could inject that into it as well, with, with, as well as keeping the seriousness and, and the sympathy there. I agree. So thank you ever so much for being on the show, Colin. I know you're a very busy man, and it's, uh, it's, it's great, great stuff. Can I just ask one more favour of you? Would you be able to say uh, you're listening to uh, Doctor Who Podshock? This is Colin Baker. You're listening to Doctor Who Podshock. This is Colin Baker. Thank you so much. So there you have it. That's uh, my convention wrap-up. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, I hope it's been interesting for those who perhaps couldn't go but really wanted to and gave you an insight uh, as to what the convention was all about and, and what it was like. And uh, as I say, there'll be more videos on the feed uh, later on, so do stay tuned for that. And they're basically uh, videos of uh, my interviews that Colin, also known as Abbasock, very kindly videoed and I've edited together, so uh, do check them out. I'm, I'm sure you'll find them worthwhile. But uh, what I'd like to do now is, is give you an impression um, about uh, what other uh, people thought of the convention. And uh, a while ago now, on, on this uh, podcast, you heard Karen, who is from Bristol in the UK, a lovely lady. I interviewed her. She was one of the many uh, podcast uh, listeners there for, for Dr. Who Podchuck. It was wonderful to meet her. And uh, she's hopefully going to be um, sending in more reviews and things, uh, hopefully. So that'll be... I'm looking forward to that. It's always great to have reviews from listeners. And, uh, of course, I do encourage everyone and anyone to send in their thoughts about Doctor Who to, to Podshock. Um, but she goes on, she sent me an email, a, a review of, of the Cavern event. And uh, she said, The Doctor Who convention on the 30th of April was held at Liverpool's famous Cavern Club, which is quite a grotty-looking place, really. Several flights underground with low ceilings. Every time an underground train went overhead, the room seemed to shake, which was a bit unsettling at first. The convention guests were Colin Baker, who is of course the Sixth Doctor, Deborah Watling, who played the companion Victoria in the 60s, Eugene Washington, who played the scary teacher Mr. Wagner in School Reunion, Eric Potts, who currently plays Diggory, the baker in Coronation Street, and was a Slovene in Doctor Who. Robert Shearman, writer and playwright who wrote last year's episode Dalek. And of course, George Christopher, 
who played Ziggy in Grange Hill and Jimmy Corkill Jr. in Brookside. As usually happens at these events, each guest gets interviewed on stage and you get to meet them, take photos and get autographs. There was also a charity auction, quiz and memorabilia to buy. The convention lasted about seven to eight hours. All the guests were lovely and we all had a great time. We know Colin Baker quite well and as soon as he saw us he commented on how far he had travelled uh, how far we had travelled from home to see him. We'll all see him later again this month as we are going to see him in Strangers on a, on a Train in Cheltenham. I got on well with Rob Shearman too as we were talking about writing which is one of my interests. Deborah Watling recognised us from previous conventions even though we hadn't seen her for a few years. Eric Potts brought his wife and kids with him and seemed to fit in really well with our big Doctor Who family. Despite his role in Coronation Street being one of the most annoying TV characters ever, he was really great in real life, with lots uh, witty, lots of fun and had lots of interesting things to say. Eugene's Washington's enthusiasm for Doctor Who and his role in it shone through both on stage and in person. George Christopher was around the whole time, but wasn't interviewed on stage. In fact, he conducted one of the interviews and wasn't at the, at the autograph sessions as he had no connection with Doctor Who, besides being a fan. So I asked Erica if my daughter and I could go and meet him. So we were taken into the green room and sat chatting on the sofa with him for about 20 minutes. This made two Grange Hill fans very happy. Overall, the event was great fun, everything seemed to go smoothly, and nothing seemed too rushed. My only complaint was the, f uh, was the fact that the stage was rather dark, and this made it hard to take photos, but otherwise everything was perfect. Erica said she hoped to do another similar event in October, and we hope to get there, so that's awesome. So, uh, thanks to the organisers, the guests, and the lovely James from Podshock, I had a brilliant day, and one which will stay in my memory for the years. So, thank you so much, Karen. That's brilliant. I, I love it when, uh, when listeners send in uh, reviews. So, hopefully, you'll send some more stuff in later. She seemed like a, a very knowledgeable lady and a Doctor Who fan for many years. So, I'm looking forward to hearing her insights into DVDs, books, and all the great Doctor Who merchandise that's out there at the moment. Karen has also uh, put up loads of photos from the event and uh, that's really, really awesome. So they're up in our, in our gallery section on Podshock. So by all means, please do, if you're using the Enhanced Podcast, click in down in the bottom left and it'll take you straight there. Karen also runs some fantastic uh, Doctor Who Yahoo groups. Uh, so again, if you're using the Enhanced Podcast, click on the link and that will take you straight there. Uh, failing that, of course, you can head straight over to our site, which is podshock.net or, of course, gallifreyandembassy.org if you're feeling a bit more uh, enthusiastic and want to type all that out. Um, and you, there are all the links that will be there in this Aftershock show notes. So again, thank you so much for your efforts, Karen. Uh, you're a top, top lady, and uh, I'm looking forward to maybe meeting you again in the future. Awesome. So what I'd like to do now is is just pass the baton on to, to Edward, one of our uh, competition winners. Um, and he's, done a, he's put together a nice little audio comment uh, report about the convention. Uh, so take it away, Edward. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen out there in Poshockland. My name's Edward T. Burke, and before you ask, the T is real. And I am that lucky sod who won the Doctor Who in the Cavern competition. It's amazing what happens when you put your one pound in to enter an hour before a competition ends. Oh, fate, you are so good to me. Uh, well, there's no... It's going to tell you about how, well, good the weekend is. Yeah, it was good. Not much more I could say. Uh, I'm still tired. It's so... It's two days after the event, and I'm still sleeping 14 hours. It's amazing what you can do when you don't work and you haven't got university. <coughs> anyway, uh, yes, it was an absolute great event. Uh, 
Cavern Club, obviously, a great atmosphere, although when we went out to the street after the event we did, it spent about five minutes breathing in the lovely air. Shows you how bad the air was down there, and um, the guests, oh, they great. Uh, first of all, Eugene Washington, you know, in his first event, you know, didn't seem to be scared by us, great. Uh, gave us great uh, stories. That really helps you, doesn't it? Gives us great. Uh, I'm so out of it. And um, Robert Sherman was there, giving us some, you guessed it, great stories, uh, including how Russell T. Davis is that lovely and cute in real life and tall, and how, yeah. The Welsh, they love Doctor Who. You know, they see people in London, it's like, what were you doing here? Oh, I've come to get a, uh, a meeting for Doctor Who. Bog off. Well, from Wales, like, I'm, I'm here for a meeting for Doctor Who. Oh, are you? That's great. Oh, hold on. Do you want a cup of tea? Oh, I'll just call them, shall I? Oh, great. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I would like to apologise to the people in Wales for my potentially rubbish impression. Um... I am actually part well, so maybe I'll get away with it. Maybe. And, uh, Colin Baker, lovely as usual. And no uh, stranger to, uh, ripping into Peter Davison. Well, that's all a good jest. I think. Uh, uh particularly sort of funny moment when he ripped into, um, uh, Chris Ferguson for like, I'm the only doctor from the North. Tom Baker from Manchester, you know, Tom, ba Tom Baker and Philip, uh, Philip, who the hell's Philip? Paul McGann, <laughs> it's, it's the unknown McGann brother, uh, you know, from Liverpool, yeah. uh, you know, you know, Sylvester McCoy from bloody North, uh, North Scotland, I don't know where the hell that accent came from. I've rattled on for too long about stuff that no one cares and probably heard much better thanks to Jane Norton's, uh, did I say Jay? James is not James, uh, James Norton's, uh, interviews. Uh, it was lovely to meet all the, uh, well, lovely to meet James. It was lovely to meet Erica. And yeah, thank you all for a great event and thank you for having me there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so going to kill myself after this. Keep up the good work, and goodbye. <laughs> so thank you very much for that, Edward. That's very nice of you to send that in. And uh, don't worry, he's uh, stumbling over his words, but I think that's really cool. Thanks, mate. That's brill. So that about wraps up this uh, Doctor Who aftershock, uh, aftershock, I should say. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I should mention, of course, that we have a great relationship with Doctor Who Online. And uh, do head over to their website because Seb, the curator there at uh, that particular website, has put together an, a fantastic uh, web documentary um, which is all about the Cavern Club it's, you can find it there on the main page and also uh, they have some amazing forums there's so much stuff on there and at the moment you can pose questions to Deborah Watling and uh, Eugene Washington and Colin Baker and a whole host of other cast members and they'll answer them live on the forums so that's pretty awesome um, so do check that out because Seb's a top bloke uh, lovely lovely chap and uh, his website is just awesome. I think it's it's up there with without Post Gallifrey in terms of content and and everything. So do check that out. And of course, if you're using the enhanced podcast, do click on in the bottom left. And uh, failing that, just check out the show notes if you're in, using the MP3 version. So yeah, uh, look forward to the other videos that are coming out. I have to say though, if if anybody else out there is um, was there at the convention and, and wants to send us an email, please do. The address, of course, is uh, feedback at podshock.net. Um, and also, uh, I'd, I'd love to hear, just if you want to send in any 
reviews or what you thought about this this aftershock or, or whatever uh, please do send them in of course we love to get feedback from you guys uh, Ken's a big advocate of this saying that uh, it's as much our pod shock as it is your pod shock so please do contribute we do welcome it and, and look forward to it so I hope that wherever and whenever you are in the world listening to this, that you're everybody's very well, and uh, hopefully I'll see you uh, soon for Doctor Who Podshock number thirty-nine, I believe, or maybe it's thirty-eight. I'm I'm losing count, but there we are. Have a good one, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, I'll speak to you again very soon. been listening to Doctor Who Aftershock, which is a division of Doctor Who Podshock over at podshock.net. The Doctor Who is owned and copyrighted by the BBC, and Podshock is not affiliated with the BBC in any way. Stay tuned for another exciting instalment of Doctor Who Podshock. Thanks for this episode, of course, go out to Erica and Brian, the event coordinators at the Cavern, uh, the Cavern Club itself. Colin Bordley for being such a general wonderful chap and, and filming everything and uh, buying us a few pints. So uh, cheers everyone, see you next Podshock. <laughs>